Welcome to this episode of WikiWalks, a short podcast devoted to some of the more intriguing and, huh, who knew, articles that you can run across in the weird world of Wikipedia. I'm your host, Chris Grismer. All right, folks, today is going to be a shorter one. Apologies in advance, but I know this exists, and now you need to know this exists. We are all familiar with 101 Dalmatians, OVS, but you might not know that the classic Disney film was actually an adaptation of the 1958 children's novel of the same name by Dodie Smith. But no real shocker there. Most of the Disney movies are rip-offs of previously conceived work, particularly of that era. And you might also be aware that there is a sequel film called 102 Dalmatians, an immediate continuation to the 101 Dalmatian story. And you might have two immediate thoughts. A. Did original author Dodie Smith write a sequel to 101 Dalmatians? And B, is 102 Dalmatians based on that book? To question A, yes, she did write a follow-up sequel. And B, it's the most bizarre thing ever, and in no way, shape, or form does 102 Dalmatians draw any inspiration or similarity to it in any way. Actually, no book does unless you have been sitting in a basement somewhere on your fourth acid tab in the last hour, then then maybe there's some commonality. The literary sequel to 101 Dalmatians is called The Starlight Barking, not 102 Dalmatians, as the movie title might suggest. If ever a book could be a party trick, this is mine. I wheel out this story during awkward lulls and conversations, and it's a surefire crowd-pleaser. Picture the scene, you're sipping on a glass of now lukewarm Chardonnay, and conversation is dying out, just flatlining. You turn to your weary conversational partner and wryly say, Did you know there's a sequel to 101 Dalmatians? They will, of course, respond with, Why, yes, I hated that film, or perhaps Patch's London Adventure is amazing. You can now shake your head haughtily and preen at how superior your knowledge of mid-20th century children's books is. The Starlight Barking came out 11 years after 101 Dalmatians. What's it about, you ask? Oh, oh, it's just a normal tale, pun intended, where the Dalmatians and all other dogs wake to discover that the humans are all in an unwakeable coma and the dogs have superpowers, like flying. You know, flying dogs. And since they're worried about what's going on, they head to London to consult with the dog parliament of the dog government to work out what's going on. An obvious question here is, how does dog parliament work when they can't talk? Oh, don't worry, friends. These dogs are all telepathic. Flying telepathic dogs hovering over the lifeless husk corpses of vegetabilized human masters. Then, you guessed it, a spaceship lands with a magic dog inside. The space dog calls for all Earth dogs to come back with him to their rightful dog planet, because the humans are going to wake up and engage in an atomic war, which will result in a nuclear holocaust that frankly is unfit for canines. At which point, as I have found, some people will slowly take the ever-warming Chardonnay away from you. But I swear this is all true. I blame the sci-fi element on the changes that were happening in the late 60s with the space race, moon landings around the corner, so on. But the real question is, is the book worth reading? I'd say if only so that you can tell other people that it exists, yes. 
but it's also a fun read. It won't take you very long. It's written for children, after all, and it will give them some good therapy later in life. And it's nice to revisit our favorite characters, with some of them having made unexpected life choices in the interim between the two books. Dodie Smith is a great writer, even if the plot of Starlight Barking is... Well, just utterly insane. I should add, if you've never taken the time to sit down and read the original 101 Dalmatians, you really should. It's much better than the films, although it does not have the Cruella de Vil song, but you can sing it to yourself the whole time you're reading it anyway, and you get a far better sense of the relationship between Pongo and Perdita, and oh, it's just lovely. It is from the 50s, so you're going to run into some outdated ideas, but there is just an extra sense of period-era whimsy that you don't get with the films. But yeah, the sequel to the story of that crazy Cruella de Vil trying to kidnap puppies to make coats, well, it's about an alien dog coming to Earth to save all other dogs from an atom bomb getting them killed. Still a better love story than Twilight. Twilight. 